0: Hi Kirby. Hi Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glam We hope you stay a while. <laughs> cute. That's cute. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: Sarah, is it hard for you these days? I mean, I know you've been on Matt Lead for six months, but like
0: as the beauty director.
1: Four months. I thought, is it only four
0: months? Yeah, it's. Only technically four and a half months. Wow. And it's not even been that long yet, but it feels like forever. Sorry, it, it continue. Does. It does. It does. Apologies.
1: So you know, you've you been offline yes. kind of the last four yes. and a half months. But like, as a beauty director of a publication, do you feel conflicted between what you personally want to editorialize and then what the people
0: actually click on? I've been feeling this way since Kylie Cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Sorry, that's I, apologies to Kylie. I've been feeling this way since like the SEO, you know, battle of the websites started. It's like no one wants to read all these, you know, well thought out. That's that. Sorry, okay, I should take that back too. People are reading these, these, you know, in depth features. That really incredible reporters do like you. But the clicks, the clicks on the stories. I'll rem- I remember one specific story that we had to cover on Bustle when I was back at Bustle. And I was like, no one, no one cares about this. Why are we going to write about it? And they were like, no, sure. I assure you, traffic, SEO, people are going to click on it. And it was about Bella Thorne getting a tattoo on her elbow or something like that. Anything Bella Thorne at that time? oh Did gangbusters. my god it was like the number one, I I was so upset it was like the number one beauty story for like a month
1: Bella Thorne side note I love that woman I yes I have a very soft spot for her in my heart I interviewed I her too. at pop sugar and literally she was so emotional and vulnerable you could tell she was really
0: having a hard go of it and I'm like oh I'm, I know I, I love this girl I used to have to interview her all the time, her and Zendaya, when they were on that show. Mm-hmm. And it was very clear that Zendaya was like... Good you know, girl,
2: good yep, 2 and they were all...
0: Disney was like all in, like, investing in her. And you could tell, like, Bella, obviously, like, misunderstood. And now we know, like, everything that she's been through. Right. But I agree. I agree. It's she's sad. really sweet. But um, I asked... But why do you say that, Kirby? I asked that
1: question because there was a new product launched... Or It's it's coming, but it officially went out to the public for consumption last week. They were posting headlines from editors and stories that they had gotten published because they, you know, there's like embargoes where as an editor, you have to agree not to post prior to this embargo. And then once the embargo lifts, you know, if y'all hear a vacuum, it's because things happened and we were from home. Okay. So I was looking through these headlines, and literally two of the websites had identical
0: headlines. What are we doing? Why? Why? Why are we doing this anymore? I just feel like people are now,
1: before in, I would say from like 2015 to maybe even 2022, maybe this blanket headline system to get people, any old person to click on the story worked. Mm -hmm. But I think now people are savvier and they're looking for different methods of getting interesting information. And I just, when I see something like honest review or real opinion, one of the first things I ever learned when I was, was being trained to be on camera is you never say honest review and you never say, real or honest opinion because those things should inherently be honest yes. and real right
0: totally yes 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 so it
1: drives me absolutely bonkers and i do not blame any of the editors that no. decide on those headlines because guess what that's what people are clicking on but i just want i want humanity as a whole to mature to
0: a place where we get at least better headlines at the least are also just the content that we cover in ensuring that it's not exactly the same for every single publication, specifically beauty in women's media. Like I pride <laughs> myself and like the refinery team that like we're not going to regurgitate the same story, interview, article uh, review as the other websites Partly because we are a very, very small, lean team, and we just—it yeah. doesn't make sense for us to do the same exact story that Alora does when they have like thirty beauty writers. <laughs> Seems like um, it, but also because, like, what are we actually offering that's different and unique? You know, right? And I just feel like with this, with the internet, there's just—and now with social media. If you want to find your content, you need to be able to stand out. And honestly, most of the time people are just going to Instagram and TikTok and searching it anyways. For me,
1: I bring all this up because
0: I just want us, especially in women's
1: media, like can we have some fun headlines that don't rely on having this fake
0: persona of being like the girlfriend next door or whatever it is. I'm a beauty editor and these are the five products that I swear by. Right. I'm like, come on. But I think about like, maybe we're just in it. And, you know, so to us, like, like, who would click that? But to, you know, my neighbor across the street who isn't in beauty, maybe she'd be like, yeah, I would like to know what this expert's five favorite products are.
1: But don't you think that they, ha- that's pulled directly from TikTok? Yeah. Like I will watch a thousand videos of plastic surgeons saying I'm a plastic yeah. surgeon here or five treatments I would never do. Hell yeah. Totally. I will just give them to me. Right. One right after the other. Let me tally yeah. which so, ones they say the most. What you're saying is you would rather watch it than read yeah. it. Yeah. I would rather watch that. And then I would rather, if you, if you work at a website and you have, like you're a media company, I want you to be an authority and- dictate what I should be wanting to read watch whatever I don't want to feel like you're one with me and we're just trying to figure this out together you know what I mean
0: (laughs) like yeah I
1: don't know I feel like maybe it's like a lack of authority I wish I could remember the headlines that were literally identical and at first I was like wait are these two websites sister sites are they owned by the same company for a second, I thought they were, and then I'm like, no, these are two completely different companies, owned by different corporate entities. It was crazy, and if I saw that one right after the other as an editor, I would be like, oh god, like no. But at the same time, we're mortified. It is yeah. what
0: it is. Is it because they asked Chat GPT for a good headline, and that's what <laughs> Chat GPT suggested?
1: Listen, I'm not going to shame anyone for double checking if they have good SEO headlines with ChatGPT, but I I just am feeling a little,
0: I'm feeling bored. I'm feeling bored. I know. Yeah. Working for a woman's media publication and like being responsible for the beauty vertical. It's something I think about every day.
1: Because you also have to make money.
0: Right. Clicks generate money. End of story. And that's what we understand at the end of the day. So like we're not bashing our fellow Correct. editors Correct. at all. Like we get it. We get this game and we're all honestly just trying to survive. Totally. Like I do not envy y'all. Please. At all. Do not It's fold. hard. I am also curious and to see like how the storytelling of it all will, will be in five years. Like will everything just be on social media? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But I do think we need to be a little bit more savvy and unique and think of ways to, to report these launches and stories in fun, fresh ways.
1: I would not be shocked if we start to see more websites like Refinery and maybe Allure and maybe Birdie to s- implement a paywall uh. where you get three free stories a month. And then after that, you've got to pay $79 a year because that's what every model is going towards. And it's very cyclical. It's like before when you wanted content, you had to literally physically buy a magazine. Right. And then the internet came and everyone got used to having free content, <laughs> but you cannot make good content when you're at the mercy of advertisers that will influence what you can and cannot cover right in a way
0: like we all had to buy newspapers back in the day we still do
1: yep so I feel like now paywalls are gonna be a really big thing and if you want like really good content that serves your personal interests then you're probably gonna have to pay for it I mean I can't even tell you how many sub stacks newsletters
0: yeah, we, we just paid for airmail look. Right. I mean, we all pay Beauty for- Beauty independent. We all pay for streaming, right? Yeah. Maybe we paid for cable TV before that, but like, you know, our favorite ABC, NBC, those were like all essentially free, right? But now, I mean, I don't even know mm-hmm. how much I spend on streaming. My God. It's a lot. What's your favorite streaming platform? Oh, good question.
1: Before we get into news, what's your favorite? I have, I have a clear, distinct favorite, and it's been this way- for like a year.
0: Um, I personally, for my content that I consume, not Zoe, it's like uh, between Netflix and what are we calling it you now, Max? Max. Yeah, Max. I'm like on and off Hulu. The one we probably use the most is Disney Plus. Wow, wow, Disney, coming in strong. Ma- I know. And she don't. She's like, that's on Disney Plus. Like if I like accidentally you know forget a show is on I'm like going to Netflix <gasps> she's like no it's on Disney Plus oh my god it's like Disney Channel like, for damn. us she, that's what Disney Plus uh-huh. is
1: wow wow
0: yes but she can just be in the middle of the Lion King and be like I want to watch Mulan and she can which before how did we do it's just they're so freaking spoiled you to go to the
1: channel guide and see what was next on yep. Disney
0: sorry what's your wait, favorite Peacock hands down Peacock love Peacock
1: okay. Peacock had Modern Family for a while, mm. which I thought was weird because it isn't an NBC property. Yeah. But then I think now it's on Hulu instead. And then, of course, Peacock has all of the reality. Bravo. It
0: has VPR. All of
1: the things. They just launched a really good original yeah. series, Poker Face, with Natasha Leone, which we love. Oh, yes. And I think that they're starting to amp up. I think Peacock – no, that's Paramount. I was like, does Peacock have Yellowstone? But they don't. You can watch extended cuts of Vanderpump Rules reunion on Peacock, which was the most brilliant strategy ever. So for me, I'm, I'm I'm watching Peacock like 99% of
0: the time. And then I would say Max,
1: obviously. Oh,
0: wow. After,
1: for prestige television.
0: Oh, Max. Yeah. 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 Okay, shall we get into some news, Kirby?
1: Yes. Let's – Do it. I thought this was interesting. I stay off of Twitter these days. It's kind of chaotic over there. Yeah. More more than ever. So I'm not necessarily looking to it for my news anymore, which is kind of sad. But Glossy and our friend Liz Flora wrote a story about Lancome. And I found this really interesting. It says, Lancome sparks 50 shades of confusion over foundation relaunch. In 2014, Oscar-winning actress Lupita Nyong'o became the brand ambassador for Lancome. As the 88-year-old French luxury brand's first-ever black ambassador, the star has appeared throughout the years in glamorous ads for its products, including its flagship Tent Idol Ultra Wear Foundation. Three weeks ago, Nyong'o starred in an ad for Lancome's reformulation of this foundation alongside Zendaya and Lily Collins. Her typical shade, Ultra Wear Suede C555, has been renamed to C540, according to the new foundation's packaging. But C540 isn't just the replacement for Nyong'o's shade. It is listed as the alternate for a total of three separate deep shades that existed under the formulation. So this caused a lot of drama. Um, there is so a
0: I I like honestly had to reread because I was like so confused what was happening. So yeah. they expanded their shade range, but then one shade equals three different old shades? So years ago, they expanded their shade range.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Then... They have this new reformulation and with this reformulation it seems they have lessened their range because now they're like oh this could work for three this shade shades. in particular mm. is for three of the deeper shades okay and that's the that's the key here
0: yes that's the key yep so
1: yep. there is an influencer her name is sarah lugore she has 2.5 million followers on TikTok. On May 19th, she posted a video stating that Lancome sent her a PR package with a shade that was too light for her skin. And she pointed out that the shade had been, she had been using this shade since she was 14 years old. It was suede C560. It was no longer available on the site. And then C540 is listed in the brand's PR materials to be the replacement for Lugor's shade. But she said in a Twitter post that it wasn't a match. Okay, I'm going to play this video for you.
2: Before anyone says it, I know, I'm literally crying about something so stupid, it doesn't matter that much, but I've been wearing the same foundation since I was 14 years old, okay? I It's this one, okay? The Lancome Tint Idol, I don't know how to fucking pronounce it because I'm not French, and 560 Suede C. That was when Lupita Nyong'o was their ambassador and I cried because I was like, bitch, I finally can wear makeup because they make it my shade because MAC had discontinued my shade. Anyways, continue. Bitch, why'd they just discontinue it? And I had to find out by getting a sent a PR package that was too light for my skin. This is the new shade. This is the new darkest shade. That was the old darkest shade. And I was just frustrated because I don't handle change well on the spectrum. (laughs) And also just because I think it reminded me of how I felt when I was younger and all my friends wanted to do makeup. And I was the only person that couldn't find anything that was my shade. And of course there's other options these days. But it's like, bitch, you guys were, everyone always talks about inclusivity until they just don't want to do it anymore.
0: (laughs) I felt like I was like so sad when I watched this video. Because it's, like she said, it's, it means more than just discontinuing the one shade. And also, when you've been using something, she's been using this, I don't know how old she is, she seems very young, but like, for so, so long, since she was 14 years old, to have that taken away from you is just heartbreaking. Right. So that video... It's so hard, because it's so hard to find your perfect foundation shade. Finding
1: your perfect match in a foundation is hard in general, But especially for women that have deep, dark skin tones, because Mm -hmm. also a lot of brands would argue like this is like the common thing that I see in the comments from like maybe brand founders or people that are formulating and they're like, they're discontinuing it because those shades are not selling and it's not worth it to the companies to continue to make them if it's not a profitable business decision, which I guess like from a business standpoint, I can understand in that regard. But then what's what's left left yeah like okay sorry then you just can't wear makeup like you're we don't care right and I think the thing that she hits the nail on the head is like it's performative ally support Mm -hmm. you know it's like performative inclusion it's performative we care about everyone we care we care about diversity we care about all these things until it's not really the best thing for our bottom line Right. And then it's, you know, figure it out. And I mean, if you guys watch this video, that new dark shade, that's their deepest color is not even close so much to being. It is so yes. much lighter. The under way are so different. Yep. Everything is
0: so, so way, different. way warmer. This I feel the same about fashion brands, right? How they will sometimes extend their sizing seasonally or when you know they want to make a big splash but then they slowly and quietly take it back and then they only offer straight sizing it's like why can't you just always I understand it's like very complicated and expensive just like you said but like why do it at all if you're not going to continue doing it forever
1: right I also think there's a whole trend now with oversized clothing so for mm-hmm. me personally, I'm like, so you can make oversized, quote unquote, clothing, but you can't afford to make larger sizing because your argument is that it co- will cost more and require more material. But then you're willing to do it if it looks oversized on a skinny person. Like, make it make sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't no, make I sense know. at all. So, anyways, mm-hmm. this video got 803,000 views, and people obviously tagged Lancome, and they're pretty pissed. Um, Tiara Willis, who we've had on this podcast, shared uh, Lugor's video and she just said, I can let you know firsthand this happens all the time. And a lot of Lugor's followers said that they use the same shade that she used to use and that they're all like pretty upset that there have been like discontinuations. Um, There is a, it looks like a screen grab of the new shade options and... It says a photo of a PR booklet on the relaunch shared by Dalla Villa Banks on Twitter showed that none of the new shade numbers correspond to the old ones. Along with 555C and 560C, 550C was replaced by 540C. I, I would love to know. Lupita Nyong'o is never going to be able to say this until she gets out of this contract. But like, does this new 540C shade even match Lupita?
2: Mm -hmm. Because
1: Lupita's skin tone looks very similar to this influencer's.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I'm, I mean, like, obviously we don't really know what Lupita has on her face, but it says that Lupita appeared in a campaign for the old formulation of the foundation in February 2022, wearing suede C-555 for the Met Gala in 2021. A post about her makeup look on Lancome's website says she wore a mix of shades 550 and 555 with 520 under her eyes. And then there's an expert in this glossy article that boils it down to sales and numbers, which we know. But I I feel like we got to figure out foundation. Like, we've got to figure it out. Like, like, why is it so fucking hard? I, I mean, know. I guess it is because you're literally putting something on your face and... Mm-hmm. To cover things up, and naturally, when you want to cover something, it has to. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna look like it's not Mm-mm. a perfect match in a way. But you know, have you seen those? What's that brand called? Bisma, Bisma Beauty, B Y S M A. They have these foundation sticks. They are all over my Instagram, like nonstop. So they look like lipsticks, but they're foundation sticks. Basma, sorry, apologies. It's Basma Beauty. It's this foundation stick that looks like a, found. you know, it looks like a lipstick. And they have a ton of shades. And when you see a video of them putting this on their face, it literally looks invisible. Like you cannot... You cannot see the foundation going on the face, but it will cover.
0: Yeah. So it's like your exact match. How many shades does it come in? I'm looking right now. Um, Hold on. 40 shades. I mean, that's still hard to do.
1: And it's crazy. And like a lot of the videos I've seen are from people of color, which I thought was yeah. like, very smart of them to do. So hopefully, maybe Sarah yeah. Lugor can look into one of these shades.
0: Have you ever tried the Lancome Latente? Particulier, it's the custom one where you go to like a Nordstrom and they take a picture of your skin yes I tried that when it came out yeah like years and years ago I think it was like 2018 or something like that yeah Uh uh-huh I felt like that was so innovative and so cool but I was like does it still exist I guess it does but they really they offer it in like maybe 20 Nordstroms across the country But it's unfortunate that like we can't, I know it's expensive and like all of the the training that it involves and the machinery is like huge and they can't have it every single place where they offer Lancome. But I honestly thought that that was like the future. Like I was like, oh, we're all going to be able to have custom made foundation.
1: There was a brand that did this long before Lancome did and I was still at Pop Sugar and I remember being like, "Oh wow, this this really does work." I can't remember the brand name. I don't even think they mm. exist anymore, which is sad. But I this is my hope for the future. Someone who has a lot of money to spend, make figure out how to make a product that's like one of those pH activated lipsticks mm. or for blushes your skin. for your skin where somehow it just, like, I don't know. That's That
0: sounds literally impossible. I know. But there are, like, I know some Korean CC BB creams sort of do that. But no, I mean, it's not. Like, Airborian, they have a white CC
1: cream yes. that has little tiny
0: yes beads of And pigment. it melts into your skin and it blends seamlessly. I used that for years and years and years. And then I think they changed the formula because it just like no longer worked for me personally, which I was really bummed about. But yeah, something like that. But it actually matches your skin tone because that is like specific pigment. Yes. And it provides more coverage than just the like. The reason why it always looks really good is because it's like, you know, not really that much coverage. Yeah. But like if someone can figure that out for like a... Medium or full coverage foundation product, then they will have won the won the game. Imagine
1: swiping something clear on your face, and then as it develops, it's literally your exact skin tone. Who's gonna do I mean, it? I'm, Who's gonna figure I'm this out? A, is this impossible? I'm sure people are trying. If you are, is it impossible? I feel like I don't know. I mean, it kind of sounds impossible because then it, it would it would mean that the product would have to be legitimately
0: would ha- have to have yeah. a brain.
1: It would have to be able to be like
0: AI on your skin maybe they could have it in like you know five different shade ranges you know it's like you could pick which one you fit best and then within that you know the beads the smart beads i mean we're doing really cool shit with skincare why can't we do the same with pigments but that's what i'm saying with like the pigment thing is gonna would be the hardest part because
1: naturally if a pigment matches one person it's not going to match another person Right. So it has to be literally like a smart, activated foundation. Someone's going to figure That it has out. a brain. And that's like, oh, this is how much pigments in the skin we're going to just whoop. I hope it's in our lifetime. We'll see. And maybe that's a dream that's never going to come true for us, but uh, we can only hope. Okay. So anyways, that's what's going on with Lancome. Uh, if you loved that foundation, they've reformulated and they've gotten new shades. So you're probably going to need to find
0: a new shade, sadly. sad. All right, what's next? Okay, you know we love some data. And I think we reviewed the Insights Report from last year. So I'm excited that we're going to talk about what Micmac has found in this year's 2023 Beauty E-Commerce Benchmarks and Insights Reports. So there's just so much goodness in here that makes me just think about how we shop for beauty what's McMac, um, by the way okay micmac is like this it's an agency that what they they specifically focus on like marketing uh in beauty uh but they do a lot of like e-commerce analysis i, I can't even remember i think we reviewed the same exact one last year but this one um, in particular, it goes over like the biggest retailers that people are shopping for beauty online, like what time of day uh, people are shopping, what products they're actually looking for specifically. And I have to say, I was surprised by a lot of their findings. Um, so let's go over their first one or like one of the big, big... Uh, i think findings is like the top five retailers for beauty online let's guess kirby take a stab take a stab at the top five retailers yes okay for beauty number for one beauty. This walmart is... no <gasps> but it's it's number two so close number one amazon yes wow which shocks me to be honest i'm not shocked I'm I'm very pleasantly surprised by this. I think this is a TikTok effect. I truly, truly, I buy everything else on Amazon. I'm very much an Amazon shopper. I don't buy a ton of beauty. I do buy like a lot of things for the kids, though. So in like skincare, body care, so maybe that counts. But it's truly, I think, is the TikTok effect, like you said.
1: I have a recurring subscription for Lumify whitening eye drops, ah. and my COSRX pimple patches. Oh. But I will say, I don't buy a ton of beauty on Amazon because I am very skeptical. I do think it's really hard to decipher whether a shop is really a yes. place that you should be buying something. There's actually a big drama right now with Amazon in Canada where the beauty of Joseon uh, uh, sunscreen is... People are getting counterfeits right and left. Yeah. Um, and they think it's coming from a reputable source that sells that brand, but then ultimately does not. And I just have like a, a big hesitancy buying anything. Like I'd rather go to a Sephora, Target, or Ulta. Yes. Mm-hmm. and' because you know legit. And order there. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, the brands know they're being sold here, you know? Right. Perhaps the the brand is aware they're being sold on Amazon, but they're not aware that there's like 300 other marketplaces on there also selling counterfeits, right,
0: right? It's it's sometimes really difficult to figure that out on Amazon with certain brands, like yeah. whether or not it is coming from a legit retailer. Um okay, so it goes Amazon, Walmart, and then who is next, do you think? Ulta. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. This is like Price is Right. I would be winning big right now. You're going to like win a car at the end oh, of this. Oh, God. That would be okay. awesome. Let me let me flip over. Number four. What do you think? Target? Yes. Oh, my God. Ding, 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 ding. And then Sephora. No. Sephora's not in the top five. I think people still consider Sephora like Mastige, Prestige. Like it's a little bit more luxury, right? Out of your price yep. range. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so in that case, number five.
1: Okay, you have to tell me because I don't even know.
0: It's CVS. <gasps> wow. Okay, mm-hmm. CVS. Drugstore. When I think about it, I mean, we talked about, I think this is when we talked about it last year when we talked about like the uh, Walmart supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> Just like killing it, killing right. it. It's so smart to have your brands there. That's why so many brands are going to Walmart. Because yeah. they
1: do have the most stores.
0: They do. They're everywhere. It's just the reach. The reach the, the is The point there. of discovery for a lot of people who are there shopping for groceries. groceries. Mm-hmm. Yep. mm-hmm. So good Good for Walmart. Um, okay. In terms of social channels where people are purchasing from, who do you think – sorry. Which platform do you think has the highest uh, purchase intent rate? Ooh. Like where are people shopping mostly from?
1: This is hard because I, I think – I want to say TikTok, but I don't know if that's right because TikTok is still very niche and segmented to a specific demographic. I don't think that a majority of people are doing that. Mm -hmm. Maybe Facebook?
0: Correct. Really? Really? Okay, so Instagram is number one, according to Micmac. Yeah, so they say that right now, Instagram yields the highest purchase intent rate for beauty at 11.2%. Wow. 1.9 times uh, larger than the category benchmark, meaning beauty shoppers are most likely to continue to purchase from shoppable media running on Instagram. And then I'm just going to break it to you there are three other platforms, and then it's TikTok. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I think that makes sense based on what I just said, but... Yeah, and I think there's also like a lot of young people on TikTok right. that are consuming, but not necessarily uh, uh, purchasing, maybe because they don't have a credit card or, you know, like they're going then to their to their parents and be like, I want to go buy this at Walmart. But I do think it's still new. Well, Instagram is
1: interesting to me because I do find purchasing on Instagram difficult. Do you? I think they've made it easier but sometimes a person that might be promoting something doesn't have like doesn't have access to like sell it on their own page. Or like yeah. if you're a brand, you don't have a shop. Right. So then you have so to go to LinkedIn bio to their, and then like, shop there. Yeah. If you have a shop on Instagram, I mean I have so many things in my cart on Instagram, but I haven't pulled the trigger. Like I rarely buy off of Instagram. The reason yeah. why I said Facebook was I feel like there's an easier shopping mechanism where you just click a link and then you're instantly there and you can buy. And they also have these carousels. And I swear I get served Nordstrom, Revolve, Shopbop and Amazon carousels of things that like I have searched for in the past. And then they add more products and I buy so much crap just from getting on Facebook. And I, Mm. I wouldn't even say I'm on Facebook a lot, but I get on there to like manage my pages and stuff like that. And I'll end up perusing and be like, oh, yeah, I want to buy a pair of these Uggs off of Amazon. Let's do it.
0: Feel like with Instagram, even though it is, like you said, difficult sometimes, but the fact that your phone is listening to you talk about stuff and then you're served Mm -hmm. the ads.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And you're
0: like, oh, exactly. That's exactly what I was looking for. And then I I purchase it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, I need to do that to Patrick. I need to go to his phone and be like, Disneyland tickets. both parks
1: three nights day four seasons orlando
0: oh my god do it i want to see what new happens puppy Just let, let this three new puppies be an experiment okay <laughs> second after instagram is pinterest what over facebook it goes instagram pinterest then facebook then youtube wow and then tiktok How the mighty have fallen. I feel like YouTube used to be on top. Yeah. TikTok or um, YouTube, I think, is slowly but surely kind of
1: getting back to a good place. But
0: it's
1: not the main driver anymore. Pinterest is fascinating to me. I rarely get on Pinterest unless I'm trying to, like,
0: catch a vibe for something. For me, it's mostly, like, interiors. Same. I don't think it's user-friendly for anything else, honestly. (laughs) Cooking. Literally,
1: I'm like California totally. coastal. I'm like, what's California coastal? Okay, uh,
0: living room with blue couch exactly. ideas. Oh, totally. Like- oh, I do that all the time. I was yesterday. I was like living room storage for toys with kids. You know what I mean? Like so specific, and it pops up. Seven seventies haircuts. I think hair yes. is
1: actually really big. I don't. Remember when we would get on to look for, like, inspirational makeup looks to try? I don't do that anymore. I literally go for, like, haircut ideas, outfit ideas sometimes, and mostly interior
0: design. Yeah. Their cooking, I think, is also really good, that category, and organizing. But it is very apparently useful for people who are purchasing on the internet. Wow. And then the last one is Snap. So it goes Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Snapchat.
1: What was when was the last time you got on
0: Snapchat? Be real. Um, actually recently, only because they have just they had the best filters. Like so fun. But ask my niece and She's on it all living the time. on it. Living on it. I do not know the
1: last time I even opened Snap. It's not even on my phone. Even when it was in its heyday for us, I was not, I did not adopt it. I, I thought it was weird and I just never did it. I was like, I'm done.
0: Yeah, I'm it's, it's so crazy how it's like generational now. Really? Yeah. It is. It, it, it is the children. The children run it. What are the top 10 products by type based on sales? Oh, shit. So, type based on sales. That could be anything. That's so broad. I know. Based on, I and I want to know like more about how they gathered this data, but they don't really provide it on um, this this uh, deck that they have. But I just think- Type of beauty product based on sales. I just think the number one is so interesting. Just tell me because I'm not going to be able to guess. Okay, yeah. It's, it's a, at number one over concealer, over nail polish, over liquid foundation is color correcting primer.
1: So people are buying color correcting primers-
0: Online. The top beauty product right now, according to Micmac, is a color, online, color correcting primer. And then it goes concealer. And then it goes nail polish.
1: Why are people buying color correcting primers online?
0: I would, I don't know. That's wild. Okay. What's after that? Concealers. Okay. Which, good luck to well, buying that online.
1: That's what Nails. I'm asking. Why are you buying concealer Online, I feel like that's like the product you should. Um, I mean, unless you know your shade, right? Or I, are
0: people just like not? I'm, I'm not gonna use the word lazy, but like it's just more convenient to purchase a concealer online, try right. it, and be like, this didn't work for me. And then are you returning it? Because it's like maybe it's like $20, $30. I don't know. But and then I also found this statistic to be really interesting. Wh- how many items do you think are? in a basket like someone's add to cart like on average how many items are in your instagram cart kirby for beauty five 5.9 when look when (gasps) looking at basket level data the micmac shopping index shows that the average beauty cart contains 6.3 items well then why did they say 5.9 that's weird anyways so between five and six that seems about right all my shopping carts have at least five to six right and then do you usually like is there a number where you're like okay I'm ready to purchase or do you like go through and then you're like I only want to buy three of these
1: no it depends on yeah it's the latter it's it depends on how urgently I need something so usually if I need something and then I have other things in there I'll be like okay do I want to get this right now okay no save for later yeah buy everything I need now and then hold off
0: on the others. Do you, are you an Amazon Prime? Yes. Person? Okay, I'm sure everyone is. They really have figured out with the like overnight shopping where it's like, if you spend $25, you can get it tomorrow between four and eight or seven and 11. And I end up spending so much because I'm like, what can I buy to meet the $25? You know what I mean? Like, oh my God.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or like order within this amount of time and you can get it like between 4
0: and 8 a.m. or something. Yeah, you're like, geez. I'm like, okay. You guys are really right taking now. all my money. Yeah. Okay, the last insight. Beauty shoppers are most likely to buy at what day, at what time?
1: Oh, wow. I'm just going to
0: yeah, because throw you... something at the wall. Wednesday mornings. Thursday afternoons. Early evening. Ahead of the weekend. Thursday. Yes. Thursday ahead of payday maybe. But I don't know. I don't know. Does that make sense? Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. However, weekends see the most in-market traffic from online beauty shoppers with 15.7% of purchase intent clicks on Saturday and 14.9% on Sunday.
1: You said 5 p.m. Eastern?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: This is my thought.
0: Thursday. lunch.
1: You're at, you're literally at work. You've done all your shit.
0: Yeah. You have nothing
1: else to do. You're like, I'm watching reruns of Real Housewives at this point. I'm going to just go ahead and buy a bunch of stuff while I'm here waiting for the time to clock out and be done with this. You get it all done because I never really buy anything online on weekends. I'm never no, like, no. okay, because I'm not on my computer. Right. I'm not like really on my phone. I'm trying to like be present with my right. family, you know?
0: I honestly am surprised it's not like later, like at nine ten 10 o'clock. When at you're, night? Yes, when you're, you know, watching a show and then you're like on your phone or right before bed. I feel like that's when I make my like big purchases that because I'm like, let's just do it. Let's fucking go, you know? <laughs> and then I wake up in the morning, what have I done? <laughs>
1: yeah, you're like, okay, honcho, yeah, honcho, yeah.
0: wake up. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> Why did I buy all those kids I can't storage be the containers one. for the living room? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. well, that's great. I love it. This was interesting. Yeah. E-commerce,
0: man. Very, very interesting. We don't even have a Walmart. Do you have a Walmart close to you? I do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I have a couple actually. I, and I I I just I think we talked about this. I love Target. My loyalty lies with Target. So I am always at Target, but I think if I I should challenge myself to go into a Walmart every now and then. You
1: and I are going to go to a Walmart. I haven't been to a
0: Walmart in so come, come long. To Unless I go to the Walmart. I've not been to a Walmart. We'll go to the Walmart next to me and check out their beauty offerings. Thank you everyone for listening this week. Make sure you subscribe
1: to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all
0: platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby
1: Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms.